Welcome to Cardiology, everybody. Well, we are here for our last of our season episodes and our picks um, going through as we celebrate going into Super Bowl 57 in Arizona um, on a glorious Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I've got my buddy Gary Marr here. Hey, Gary, how are you? Hey, Mark, doing great. I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm just a little bit sad. I, I'm only sad at the end of the football season when it actually we stop the live games. Of course, you know, we'll have plenty to talk about in the offseason as we start to think about what the Browns are going to be doing and how they're going to meet some of their holes and some of those different things. But we get one more big game, one big more excitement um, coming through. Um, but before we dive too much into that, I think we need to make sure that we highlight some excellent news that happened in Cleveland Browns world this week with the um, the election or, or nomination of uh, Joe Thomas to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, very cool. First ballot um, inductee, which is pretty, pretty cool. I mean, I think... Um, I think everybody was super stoked to hear about that. Um, you know, you got Joe Thomas, uh, you know, uh, Outland Trophy winner as a college player. So he's been he's been at the at the head of this group for a very, very long time. Um, member of the Cleveland Browns Ring of Honor. Um, he he's 10, 10 Pro Bowls, six six time first team all pro two-time second team all pro um he was on the 20 the 2010s uh all decade team for the nfl um he was on all rookie team i mean realistically just a dominant force in the nfl from the moment he stepped in and really the only thing sadly that's missing that we're all sad about but it is what it is is that he just didn't get to play um on any of the really um, super talented Cleveland Browns team. So he didn't really get to experience um, much winning and, 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 and much of the good side, but always been such a huge proponent of Cleveland, of the Browns, um, just, just a great voice for the team and everyone. But um, I'm actually looking forward to what it might look like in Canton. Cause I, you gotta <laughs> believe we're going to be in the, in the hall of fame game. Don't you? I mean, one would think, but yeah, no, I think it's really, really well deserved. Um, I think you know Joe Thomas, not not only being a great player, uh, just a really good guy, and um, you know fairly humble. Although he did call his shot as soon as he got up in the NFL, he said he was going to go to the Hall of Fame, um, but he did it probably the nicest way. Uh, didn't seem cocky, even though he said it. And uh, you know he got uh, got the honor and thanked the fans. You know it was one of the first things he did. And I just you know you gotta like the guy and just a hardworking guy. Showed up, did his job every day, did it well, and really deserves it. If you know of all the players, I think that I get, they get voted in. Uh, to me, he was he was a no uh, no brainer first ballot Hall of Famer. So. Yeah, it's funny. He did poke fun of himself in his one of the first uh, press conference interviews after he they announced it of him saying calling his shot as as a rookie. And he basically he basically said, you know, even even though he might have said that, that the actual visualization of being in the Hall of Fame was so far down the road. And um, I really liked his conversation. He talked about, you know, if you really 
if you really want to be a hall of famer, you only, you, the only thing you can really do is focus on being better every day. And that's, that's all that will really get you there. Um, and so a really, really good guy. I mean, he's, he's an up and coming um, media person, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. We see him in a lot more uh, in that arena before too long, but yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Just a, just a good guy. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet we're in the Hall of Fame game as the first preseason game of 2023. I mean, this is the first player for the Browns to be in the Hall of Fame since we came back. Um, first, uh, I guess, that is played in that era. That That is the appropriate um, phrase because we have had some, um, some from the Veterans Committee um, right. go through since then. But um, I just think that with it being in Canton – um, anytime you have a Browns player who gets inducted, the whole city goes nuts. Um, they've been, they've been actually, there's been a lot of stories of how Canton's kind of suffered a little bit because of all the COVID years and the different things. And they've got so many things happening now in that hall of fame village and so much to promote. I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised if knowing the NFL and their love of storylines, I can't, I can't imagine they wouldn't be. Um, trying to get as many Cleveland fans packed into that city as possible that weekend. Yep. But so, so great news going from there for the Browns and we'll continue to have Browns news as, as we go into the off season, we still have our um, season wrap up episode that will be coming soon um, with all the guys so that we can talk through everything that we saw and everything that we're hoping for in the future. Um, but let's, let's, Talk about you know what's at hand right now. This this Super Bowl matchup. We've got the um, Philadelphia Eagles and the and the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, what are you seeing for some of this game? Well, you know what it's an evolving uh, evolving matchup, if you will. I mean, when you go into the game, and I think you got a lot of the stats. I'll let you go over them. But I mean, if you look at the teams, they seem pretty evenly matched uh, based on the stats. But um, you know, there's a lot happening as far as moving parts go. For example, you, you've got a, lot, a couple of injuries out there with the Q, both QBs have some uh, some injuries going on. Uh, you know, are they going to be healthy? Are they going to be you know able? You know, is Mahomes going to be able to run uh, things along those lines? Uh, the, th- the other thing with the Chiefs was, you know, last game, you know, most of their wide receiving core was out, and there was a big question mark on, you know, are we going to have you know, Tony and Smith Schuster and all those guys back. And I think the injury report came out yesterday and nobody was on it. So that's kind of a a big positive for the Chiefs and kind of a big surprise because we really thought, you know, at least Hardman or somebody was going to be still on there because they're, you know, the the injuries they had there. So that that's a big uh, uh, plus check mark on the Chiefs column because really kind of thought they were going to be shorthanded going into this game on the receiving side. And they were going to have to do what they did last game, which was just kind of um, rely on Kelsey and and Valdez Scanling to to do all the work. Uh, you know, besides Mahomes, obviously, but uh, they they've got some fortunate news there with the, with that injury report. So when I look at the game and I look at the Chiefs, obviously you've got a great passing offense. You've got Patrick Mahomes, which is the big plus side on the Chiefs. Anytime you're looking at the game, he uh, I think he's going to be healthier than folks think. He played pretty good in the last game uh even with uh, uh, an ankle that was obviously hurting him i think with the two weeks rest he should 
could hopefully come back almost at full strength. And uh, Mahomes at full strength is pretty scary to to face in any game. Um, never mind the the championship game such as this. So I think you've got that going for them. The Chiefs got a really solid running game as well that uh, has really come around. Uh, so I think that's going to help them out a lot as well. You know, they, they don't rack up a ton of yards on the ground, but they're but they're important yards that they get, and and they're actually you know using their running backs in the passing game and such as well, which I think helps them too to to open up that offense. So you know you've got all that going on. You've got a got a defense on the Chiefs so that I think is a little bit weaker. They you know, they don't do very good in the red zone. And I think that's where the Eagles come in. You know, the Eagles have a team that's coming into this game. Uh, you know, they're fairly healthy. They, they didn't have a lot of the injury question marks, although um, I think Jalen Hurts' uh, shoulder uh, is, it's, is one of those things that's been kind of pestering him for a while. But, but again, I think he'll be fine going into this game. So I really don't think that's a factor. But, but the Eagles, you know, as I said, they've been playing. They've been playing pretty dominant. You know, the big knock on the Eagles, and, and I kind of agree with this, they haven't really been tested throughout this playoffs. They had probably one of the easiest paths uh, to the Super Bowl that, that I think any team's had in a while because of mainly because of injuries and things along those lines and just breaks that kind of went their way. You can't, can't blame them for that. You got to play who's put in front of you. But, uh, but again, they had, uh, they had some fortunate things happen that made their path a lot easier than it, than it probably should have been. So, you know, you wonder how they're going to do against a, against a tougher team and, and with their first real tests that they should get here in the, in the, uh, in the championship game. Um, Again, the, um, you know, if, if I look at this, um, you know, again, they, the Eagles, the last game they've got, they, they seem to have a pretty dominant offense going in there. They uh, not only have a good running attack, but, but certainly hurts in the passing game. Looked solid, but also a little bit shaky. I mean, against a, a San Francisco team, they should have been dominating. Uh, they really got most of that game from, from turnovers. So, you know, just wonder there. Um, Again, looking at this game on paper, it's a tough one because, as I said, the stats kind of match up. You kind of do have to give the edge to the Eagles. In fact, the odd makers have. I don't think I mentioned that. The Eagles are favored by a point and a half. Uh, so you got that going in here, too. I think most folks are leaning towards the Eagles just because they really are the more balanced team. They've got a strong defense. They've got to go to pass rush, which should hopefully uh, um, you know, give some issues to Mahomes. Uh, but if I if I look at this game here, anytime I get Patrick Mahomes end points, even if it's only a point and a half, I gotta go with the, I gotta go with the Chiefs and I gotta go with Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna I'm gonna take them here in the pick. I really think they're gonna they're gonna show up. I think with them being at full health is the the only question mark I had in my head, and I think that's gonna gonna weigh in their favor, you know, uh, in a big way. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, but I do think the Chiefs are going to prevail. All right. Well, I know you had a lot of information there about the Chiefs, but um, just to look a little bit more at the Eagles, I I think one of the big pieces is that they are healthy as well. Um, they yep. also did not report any injuries going into this game. And I think that there is a big matchup to be made here between strengths. Uh, the Chiefs average the most passing yards per game during the regular season at about 298, but the Eagles allowed the fewest passing yards per yep. game. 
um, with 180. And one of the big calling cards of this Eagles defense has been um, their um, passing defense, um, also to you know their ability to get to the quarterback and make sacks. Um, this is an incredibly even game to call. Um, they both these teams have the same record at 16 and three, including the playoffs. They both have scored the same number of points at 546 and they have the same number of all pro players on each side of the ball. Six. That's amazing. Six for Philly and six for Kansas city. So, um, they also both did not trail in a game during this postseason. So a really impressive stat. And I think that one of the things that has kind of stuck out to me as I watched the games um, going through, you know, I, I, I'll honestly admit I had not seen a lot of the Eagles um, since the beginning of the year, um, but the beginning of the year was impressive. They ran off uh, nine straight wins to start the season. Uh, took one loss in week 10 versus the commanders and then turned around and pulled five more wins um, before a hurt Jalen hurts was hurt with his shoulder and was out for three games, two of which ended up being their other two losses. Um, So a very, a very, very strong team. Um, I think one of the pieces to think about is they did have a little bit of a struggle with San Francisco. However, San Francisco was the overall number one defense going into that game. And I don't know that Kansas city rides in that same area right now. So um, it'd be very interesting. Um, they're, they're a tale of two different teams because the reality is that Kansas city scoring um, all comes from passing, um, you know, a total of 41 um, touchdowns, um, in the passing game this year to Philadelphia's 25. But uh, when then you start to look at the rushing touchdowns, um, Philadelphia with a whopping 32 rushing touchdowns um, this year going against the 18 of Kansas City. So it's really uh, a story, even though um, you have some big play um receivers on Philadelphia's team. Uh, AJ Brown had a, had a fantastic year, um, almost 1500 yards receiving um, for the year. They really are a rushing team. Um, They have utilized the rush, um, be it Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts. Also um, they've used Gainwell um, sparingly and as well as uh, Scott, all of those guys have each been key players throughout the playoffs with some key runs um, to keep them in games, to keep them moving. Um, you know, as I look at this game, I, I really think that matchup of of the defense, the Philadelphia against the pass versus Kansas City's passing game is a big one because I think the the question mark continues to linger about Mahomes and what his high ankle sprain looked like and what it might look like in this game. Um, when when faced in uh, the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers a couple years ago, Kansas City really took it on the chin from a pass rush. Um, the ability for the pass rush to get in there to keep Mahomes going. Mahomes still looked great because he's Patrick Mahomes. But they kept him moving. They kept him running constantly and didn't let him get comfortable. Made it a lot tougher on him for the game. 
um, and got in there. Um, Kansas City's offensive line has improved a lot since then. Um, they were they were pretty patchwork in that game. Um, they brought in some different people to kind of solidify that, um, but it still is not necessarily the strength of that team. So um, going up against um, Philly's defensive line, um, I think that's really where the big matchup is. Um, the defensive line versus the offensive line in this one. Um, it's a tough game to call. I, I think the odds makers have it right. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's fantastic that we get to have a Super Bowl matchup that is really the two best teams from the beginning to the end of the season. That's doesn't always happen, and it's really cool to see. Um, but I am going to – I think I'm going to kind of go – out of my comfort zone and I'm going to go with the favorite in this one. I'm going to go with Philadelphia, even though I haven't seen as much of them and what's going on. I just, there's, I just have a a feeling um, about this game and, and about their ability to kind of control this ball. Um, And I think that we may, we may see a very interesting game play out overall. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to see an, an interesting game. So, so you do have that. You you brought up a lot of good points, and again, the, I, I said it before. The stats are kind of amazing with how closely aligned these teams are. Um, and they and I think they're the other cool part about this game is the strengths and weaknesses match up really well. Um, you know, on these things, as you said, you know, can the the Philly defense. Uh, stop Mahomes. They do got they do get after the quarterback. That really could be a challenge to him. That's one of the strengths of Philly. Um, in fact, one of the strengths of Kansas City is that they I think they were second in the league in sacks, so they can get after a quarterback as well, which can affect Philly's game. I mean, it it just goes back and forth. You know, if Kansas City can get a lead, uh, you know, one of the big advantages I give Philly is their running game. But obviously the running game becomes a lot less significant if uh, if Kansas City gets an early lead because teams then, then tend to need to pass and they go away from that game. So, you know, that all is going to factor in as well. So it's it's a really cool matchup because I do, as you look at every each team's strength and each team's weaknesses, they all match up well against each other, I think. And uh, yeah, I think that's why it's it's kind of a coin flip in this game. And speaking of a coin flip, uh, the coin uh, actually, for a change, I think, because it, it doesn't normally do that, agrees with me. So the, the coin is going with Kansas City as well. Well, uh, I think that the coin might be playing the odds on you because uh, let's talk about how our postseason record is. And we're going to enjoy this conversation because this is a conversation where I get to be on top of this <laughs> process for once. So going into this particular game, um, I, I'm going to win the postseason title here because I am already nine and five in the postseason. Um, so regardless of which way this game goes out, I get to take the I get to take the real trophy of this. That's how I'm going to think of it, you know, wow. as we go through. <laughs> However, you and the coin came into this game tied at six and eight. So as you both pick Kansas City, there is no ground to be made up. That's going to be you and the coin together, which um, I I do think, honestly, we, we talked about this before, the uh, I'm obviously got lucky on some picks. Anybody who's been listening to these episodes all year knows I got very lucky in these picks. But um, in general, all of the games have been so well played and so contested. Not not many blowouts. I think 
you know, one of the reasons that I have Philadelphia in the back of my head is the the few blowouts that did occur were on their watch um, where they smoked some teams out. But I think that um, it is just been a really, really cool playoff season. I think that, um, you know, uh, aside from the obvious of not being able to root for our team in the playoffs, there's just been some really great football, some good stuff to see. I'll be sad to see the season go. We go into my dark period here at the house where I just don't have a lot of sports. I'm going to try to um, get more and more into the the Cavs playing. They've they've been playing great ball lately. Um, so try to try to watch some of that. Get get into that. Um, NCAA basketball's coming pretty quick. My my golden flashes of Kent State just won their twentieth game. Last night, so um, they still got to – it's the MAC, though. You've got to win. you got to win against – they they lost to Akron last week. They got to win their last game against Akron, and they got to get through a MAC tournament. If you don't get through the MAC tournament, you're leaving it up to chance. Um, it's always a good thing to, st- to be this at 20 games this early um, for a mid, uh, mid-major team, but – but yeah, so I, there's some things to watch, but I'm always a little bit uh, sad on a on a Sunday when I can't find football on TV. So I'm uh, we'll have to see how that goes. And I don't think I can embrace. Uh, I'm not ready to embrace XFL, USFL stuff yet. <laughs> I, I'm not. I can't do that yet. I'm with you there. Well, congrats. Yeah, you've, you've uh, had an impressive uh, postseason pick uh, run here. Uh, it it has been uh, interesting the postseason because you're right the games have been really good I think the point spreads factored in a lot more in the point uh, the postseason than they did uh, in the regular season we had a lot more games where we picked and it was the point spread that was the deciding factor so that that tells you how good the games were and again how good the odds odds makers have been here in the postseason at uh, at putting those uh, putting those point spreads out so that. It, it really it's been fun to watch and that that's what I, I like in the postseason especially if the Browns aren't in it all you can ask for is some good games to watch so uh, we've gotten that for sure I'm looking forward to this game coming up because I think that's going to be another good game and uh, we'll see where that one goes so. are you going to do anything good for the Super Bowl uh no no big plans on my end so just uh hoping to get a chance to to watch it uh with, without too many interruptions so <laughs> yeah I think I'm going to do the same. I think I'm going to hang out here at the pub, um, try to put my feet up a little bit and watch. It's always so hard now with the Super Bowl. It, you know, now that it's an evening, it's a it's a Sunday evening, and the next day is a regular old work day and, and everything else. It's hard to completely go nuts for a, a Super Bowl, but um, I'm sure we'll come up with some interesting food um, to eat. Maybe we'll make some... Maybe we'll make some cheese steaks and, you know, have some, I don't know, maybe we'll get some Kansas City barbecue or something. That might be good. <laughs> try, to, try to mix it up a little bit, but um, just try to have a little bit of fun for the last game and, and check it all. Well, um, we'd like to thank all of you for joining us for all of our postseason pick episodes. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope uh, you at least got some entertainment out of it. Um, I'm going to guess that no one followed my picks, but if you did, you're welcome. And hopefully, <laughs> ho- hopefully, you know, feel free to you feel free to donate into the into the podcast with all, with part of those winnings. I'd be happy to 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 support as much as possible. Um, but uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us. We do have 
um, at least one more episode uh, to round out our 2022-2023 season. We're going to be getting the guys together um, so that we can go through and do a really full debrief of this uh, Brown season, um, what we saw, what what we're looking for um, coming in the future and, and some of the big pieces that we need to see in place in order for the Browns to finally start to take that next step. Um, but we'll be looking to do that. Um, and then we're going to kind of enter into our quote unquote off season. You'll probably hear from us a little less, um, but at the same token, we're going to watch that NFL calendar, watch for some of the cool things that are happening, free agency coming through, the draft coming through, um, and try to make sure that we're staying on top of some of the news stories that are happening out there. But uh, for everybody who helps us with the Cardiology Podcast, we thank you for your your time and your listenership. Um, but uh, if you want to share any of the information of any of the old episodes, have have your friends check them out, or also just to check out this Super Bowl preview, you can find us on our webpage at www.cardiologyclee, that's cardiology with a K, cle.com. Or you can check us out on your favorite streaming service, be it Amazon, Apple, or Spotify. We're out there. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we hope you all enjoyed the 2022-2023 season, um, and we will look forward to even more conversations and hopefully more success um, as we head into the 2023 season. So, um, Gary, once again, thanks for taking the time with all the picks all year. Did you have fun? I had a ball, Mark. Thanks. This was uh, this has been great. Hope everybody's uh, enjoyed listening, even if just a little bit. And uh, I do hope nobody bet along with us. Yeah, no. Hopefully, <laughs> don't don't be bet in your house. Don't be doing that. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. Have a great Super Bowl, and we will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.